The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Messy Mike. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you'd normally talk around the pit. As always, I'm joined by Messy Mike. Hi. What's going on? Well, thanks and for joining us, Mike. It hasn't it's been, been a pleasure. The last couple couple weeks, but I'm here. I'm here. We got the band back together. Yes. Finally. And you still did a uh, roast beef challenge. Still, did, surprisingly, week, so. still did <laughs> so, a roast beef challenge, I'm and glad. I am still the champion. <laughs> I was, I was, so I don't know if there's anything yet. <laughs> what's next up right. your sleeve? I, th- I think you guys uh, can. Greg and I do like a like partnership, maybe like tag. Like that's what tag I think. In. That's <laughs> what I thought you did. I thought you were conspiring. Uh, what's the word I'm doing? Conspiring. Conspiring. Conspiring against me. Mm-hmm. Hey, I never been claimed to be an English major. Okay. Yep. 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 <laughs> I live in New England. I can barely speak English. And a lot of the boys will agree with that. And uh, I don't know. Massachusetts just passed a, or trying to pass a law. Something about saying the word bitch. Oh, yeah. It's like 500 like, bucks. Are you kidding me? No. Legit. Like, that's insane. Yeah. I think but, we swear more than anybody in the entire country. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. a lot of people are going to be getting fines. <laughs> Give me it. I'd already be serving a life sentence by you, noontime today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how you been? Doing good. Doing good. 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 Yep. Went away for a little bit. Not jail. What were you in for? <laughs> <laughs> uh, went to Florida for a little bit. She uh, didn't look like no cop, huh? <laughs> uh, hung out with family, so it was nice. Um, but, yeah, how was, I didn't talk to you. How was Christmas? Good? Like, Fantastic. I saw you got a lot of... Barbecue-related items. Oh, yeah. I had to go out and buy a whole new tote and all this stuff to keep everything in. Yeah, I saw you uh, you were looking for storage ideas. Storage (laughs) ideas. What did you come up with? Well, the thing was, I couldn't... You know, I was going lean towards the tote idea. Okay. But then I seen a lot of the steak guys have those... um, I don't know who makes them, Craftsman or DeWalt. Oh. You know, the three toolbox systems. Yep. And they fan out when you open them. Well, no. Well, some could, of them, some of them had it, but I was thinking like, like they'd be layered with like shelving type. You okay. could pull out. Okay. No, they were empty totes that just stacked upon each other. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so why am I going to give you 179 dollars when I can get this <laughs> one for eight bucks? Did you go to Tractor Supply? No, I went to no. Home Depot. Oh, should have went to Tractor Supply. Probably. I got the Husky. Nice. Oh, the roll around one? No, no, oh. regular one. Because you're going to have to roll it soon. Because you keep getting stuff, hey, you're not going to be able to pick a, it up. <laughs> strong like bull, kid. I know. Just because you're a wee little man, don't worry about me. You can have the wheels. I'll just I'll just move it around. I pick things up and I put them down. I pick things up and I put them down. Exactly. All right. So what's going on? Nothing much. We have a great guest today. Yes, we do. Um, he's uh, him and his family. Um, they've won over 700 top 10 awards along with World Championship, National Team of the Years, and Oklahoma Team of the Year. Um, and they just opened uh, a restaurant in um, Oklahoma called Clark's Crew Barbecue. Um, and his name is Travis Clark. And he's uh, 
He's a winner. <laughs> For he's, sure. He's done a lot of winning. Yes. Travis. How's it going? Good. How are you, sir? Man, I'm doing well. Yeah. And the restaurant's doing doing okay right now? Doing well? Yeah. It's, you know, busier than I ever dreamed it would be already. That's beautiful. Beautiful. I uh, think it's just uh, the new thing right now. Hopefully it'll, you know, taper off where I think we'd do a better job if we slow down a little, but it's it's gone better than any of us could anticipate. Nice. Now, are you open... Um, like, are you open till you run out, or are you open from, you know, 11, 30, 12 o'clock until, you know, 10 o'clock at night? Um, well, we're, we're open till 10 o'clock at night. We open at 11, and we close at 10. And on Fridays and Saturdays, we're open till 11. We've had to close, um, like, five nights early, though, because we just run out of meat. You know, mm. when we get down, if we're just out of one, we'll stay open. But the other night, we ran out of brisket ribs, burn-ins. And then, you know, all all basically at the same time. So we went ahead and shut down like an hour and a half early. Wow. But you know, it's just frustrating for people, and I, I get it. I just can't – I can't seem to get ahead. You know, I can't cook enough. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I think people need to kind of, you know, just like anything that opens, you're going to have your, um, you know, your trial runs, your trial periods. Um, and, you know, I'd, I'd say at least give it six months, you know, to actually – kind of work the kinks out and, and kind of get to a place where you're comfortable, you know, in, in what you're doing. I mean, I know you do, you've done a ton of competitions, but you know, you've never done a restaurant and the pictures online, your restaurant is quite large. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's honestly bigger than what, whatever thought I would do. Um, you know, it, it, it's a handful for sure. I mean, it, if we see 200 indoors and, uh, you know, we can hold 500 out on the patio, which we're not really even using right now. But we'll fill, you know, we'll fill that up, that 200 people, we'll fill that up and have 100 people waiting on an hour and a half wait, you know, all the time. So it's, it's been a handful. Wow. That's for sure. So two inside, five outside. That's that's quite the property you know, sitting on that, right there. That 500 on the outside, that's kind of a sketchy number. I mean, I, I told that guy when he came and did that, I said, how are you going to get 500 on there? He's like, ah, oh, patio like that, they base it off of standing or not seating. Oh, okay. You know, you, uh, you'd never do that. I got, I got like 70-some uh, seats out there. But, the, you know, a lot of it's for cornhole. We have, you know, AstroTurf down for games and stuff like that. You would never have it packed that way. Oh, nice. So, you know, the bad, bad thing is when they pick that number, that's what they charge you for your direct TV on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's crazy. That's the craziest thing. Because back when I was at, working at the bars, uh, they're like, "Oh, yeah, you know, you guys having the uh, the fights on tonight, the UFC or whatever." We're like, "No." Well, why? why? Well, it's only because we got to pay for it. Well, here I'll pay for it. Here's seventy bucks. Yeah, times that by two hundred and fifty. That's what do you why mean? it's so you much. You have okay. to charge per person max capacity. So yeah. if the fight's a hundred bucks, you got to pay a hundred bucks. 250 times for that one fight. Right. Ah, okay. Hmm. I just yeah, learned something. That's crazy. I, I had no idea. You know, my, my satellite at home, you know, $150 a month, and I complain about that. <laughs> 6000 you're like, what? That's insane. <laughs> that doesn't seem right. So, how, how many, um, on a cornhole note, how many cornhole boards or, um, can you fit in there? We, we can run eight regulation size games. Okay. Okay. You know, which is which we're going to host some tournaments and stuff up here, so that's going to be uh, that's going to be fun. 
Yep. Well, look for look for more room. We're we're doing tournaments uh, up here in North New Hampshire, and the last tournament had a hundred and twenty four teams. So they wow. had they had thirty thirty five or thirty boards set up. Jeez, that's huge. <laughs> yeah, people take it. People are taking <laughs> it very like, seriously. I got a little. I got a little league here, kind of like uh, kind of like pool tournament leagues and things. So we were talking about uh, doing that, you know, going through and doing that here, you know, and just kind of joining a league where one night a week they would be here and another night they're somewhere else. Yep, I think it'd be fun. Oh, it's very fun. It's it's you know the modern day horseshoes. Everybody can play. Kids, women. Man, anybody. Yep. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm yeah, assuming because I'll talk. I'll be on a conversation with you, and all of a sudden, oh, dude, dude, what time is it? I go five thirty. Oh, oh, I gotta go. I gotta go. I'll call you later. I go. Where, where's the fire? I gotta get to cornhole. It starts at six. <laughs> okay. Yep. I'll talk. I'll talk to you tomorrow, Mike. Yep. Hey, yeah, it's very <laughs> serious up here. Priority. Gotta get them priorities. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. So, um, you, 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 you started out. Um, as an elect- well, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Slow down, go slow ahead. down, slow down. Go ahead. We'll, we'll take notes. I will take notes. Okay. Let me show you how this is done. Excuse yeah. me, Travis. We're going to get you onto the new year on the right foot, John Travis. Go ahead. <laughs> so, Travis, t- t- tell us all on how you got your start in barbecue. Uh, how did that work? Such a this ain't my well, first you know, rodeo. I've always, I've always, I always cooked. I always loved cooking. You know, I started out on the grill out of my grandpa's house. I mean, I just always enjoyed cooking. Uh, never, never even really knew about competition barbecue, watched it a little bit on TV with pitmasters and stuff, but never really, never really got into that. Um, then I, uh, was in Kansas city doing a kidney walk for a friend of mine who had a kidney transplant happened to be the same weekend the American Royal was going on and I could smell the barbecue. <laughs> everybody told us what, everybody told us what was going on. So before we went home that day, the next day we went down and ate lunch there and walked around that. And I instantly knew I wanted to get into this. I, I told my wife, I said, this is so cool. I mean, these guys, you know, look like they're all having a good time. They're sitting around drinking beer, and cooking, and eating food. I said, well, what's not to love? Mm-hmm. And it was something that we could do as a family. You've seen a lot of kids and stuff running around. So we drove home from there, literally coming up with a team name, which was super easy because, you know, when we travel back home and go somewhere, you know, is it just you coming or are you bringing the whole crew? You know, that's how everybody was. And I was like, yeah, we're bringing the whole crew this weekend. So there we go, Clark Crew. I mean, that's how we came up with our team name, literally driving home. Perfect name. We, uh, yeah, we got into it. You know, it's kind of a family deal. That never thought I would get do as many as what I did. You know, I thought I'd do 10 or 15 a year. And then uh, I, I just got hooked. You know, we started doing pretty good. You know, when I reserved the Royal, that was only my 10th contest of my life. You know, and I mean, you know, we had a perfect score, 180 brisket there. You know, we reserved it. Man, I was I was hooked. Right right then is when I'd say I was really hooked. Not my first win, but I would say that was when I sat there and like, man, I could I could be good at this. And then next year I came out and I took it pretty serious. Couldn't cook a lot. I only cooked like 19 that year, but I wound up seventh in the country and was top ten in everything except brisket on on 19 cooks when other guys were cooking 40 and 50. Jesus and. And I mean, I, you know, I came out of the gate. I think we had like seven grands and six reserves that year out of, out of the 19 or 20 contests. You know, I mean, statistically, it was the best year I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, the, you know, my wife, we got invited to King of Smoker that year. She, you know, we were driving home. She said, 
you know, were you happy with this year? I said, not even close. You know, she says, why not? And I said, man, I said, I'm, I'm better than most of these people. Not, not speaking arrogant, but that's what I truly believe. I, I said, I'm, I'm better than most of these guys. I said, I just need to be able to cook more. You know, that was 2014. And she says, what do you want to do? I said, I want to go after it and I want to be team of the year next year. I said, I want to cook, you know, I want to cook 40 times. I'll win 10 of those and I'll be team of the year. And then we went out and we cooked 39 or something like that. And we won 12 or 13 and we were team of the year, you know, and, and even then it's not satisfying. I mean, you just sit there and you think, man, you know, I should do more. You know, I didn't, I didn't win any category that year as second in a couple or whatever. So I planned to kind of do it again in 16 and tore my knee out New Year's day. That kind of screwed that year up. And then, uh, I kind of had a lot of fun. I enjoyed that year. But then I had a lot of people telling me, you know, that they said, oh, it's a down year. You know, I think we finished fourth or fifth in the country. And I thought a down year. <laughs> you know, that's pretty sad for me if you, you know, I was like, damn, you know, I mean, I did a whole bunch of them on crutches, you know, and so I told her in 2017, I was like, look, I want to, I want to go after it really hard, you know, really, really hard, like hit it as hard as I can. So we did. We ended up cooking like 47 that year. I did three quarters of them solo, 17 states, I think is what we ended up cooking in that year. You know, we maxed out the points, you know, won, won a couple categories, you know, one brisket and ribs. At the, you know, it was, it was fun. And then, and then that's what presented me to, to get out of the opportunities to get into doing a restaurant, you know, and I've, so I've really backed off on competitions, you know, this last year. I didn't do very many at all. And, and going into 2020, I don't know how many I'll do, but I kind of, kind of miss a little bit of it, but not missing it as much as I thought I would. Wow. So when you when you do comp when you do a competition and you know you're bringing your whole family, um, and I know I've asked this before, but I mean, what? How many states did you say? Fourteen. Um, Fourteen. Yeah, I think we did seventeen. Seventeen states. Um, when do you have to leave? Like your competition? Oh, I, I would. You know, I, I still had a full time job that year. Mm-hmm. All year, I didn't. I didn't quit my full time job until like March of 2018. Um. You know, I would, I, depending, I would, depending on when it was, I'd leave like Thursday night to get somewhere, you know, and I'd take my vacation. I was off most all Fridays and Saturdays. I'd work, you know, like four tens, you know, work Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, Monday to Thursday, mm-hmm. try to get my 40 hours in, take vacation if I needed to, you know, like when I went to Florida or California, you may leave on a Wednesday, I'd take a vacation day or whatever, just try to get as many hours in as I could and, and go do it. I mean, I'd. You know, I, there was no flying in. I, I drove my rig everywhere. Wow. That's it. Yeah. Brutal. Well, you know, and, and that's why most people, everybody says they want to make a run. And at the end of the day, I don't care how good a cook they are. Most of them don't have the drive to want to work that hard. It's it's so hard to work that people just don't understand. It's not about if you're, you're, you're a great cook or you're a bad cook. I mean, it's, it's, it, can you do this? at a high level all the time. That's, that's the thing is it's, you know, and that's what I'm transferring and you see it at a restaurant. It doesn't matter how good you are today. How good are you every day? Right. You know, that, that's the challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, Travis, hold that thought one second. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Attention cigar smokers. 
or even friends of a cigar smoker. If you're looking to relax with a nice premium cigar or looking for a great gift for a cigar smoker, this is the gift that keeps on giving. Our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com have created the Cigar of the Month Club. For just $24.99 per month, you or your friend will receive four different premium handmade cigars every month. And shipping and handling is included. Go to TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com, and go to the Cigar of the Month Club. You can stop anytime because there's no contract, but you won't because this is a tremendous deal for our listeners. Go to TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com, and click the Cigar of the Month Club. At the same time, if you want to learn about the cigars you receive each month, you can smoke along with them on their own podcast called The Cigar Authority. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a nice premium cigar from our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. And we are back. Just hit catching up here on some of the chat, getting a couple questions from the listeners. Nice. Um, so, Travis, how did, how did your family deal with, um, you know, doing competitions and doing it, you know, the amount of, the amount of competitions that they did? Were they, you know, were they always up and enthusiastic or were they, you know, some competitions they really, you know, just kind of fought through it? You know, when we first started, I think everyone was a lot more excited. Um, and then, you know, we used, we started out, we had a big fifth wheel camper, you know, it was a lot more luxurious and everything. As I got more serious, I knew I needed, uh, you know, more of a, a cargo trailer, you know, type deal. And that's where I went to my porch trailer. Well, you know, it's awesome to cook out of, not real luxurious to stay in. So they started having to do hotels and things like that. And it just wasn't as fun when we started doing a hard, it gets, becomes a job, you know, they, they didn't have fun. You know, it was, it was my passion, not theirs. Mm-hmm. So when you're kind of forcing people to go do it, you know, it's like, Hey, we have to do this. It gets old, you know, doing it every week, having to clean a trailer, having to stock a trailer, doing the same thing every single week. You know, they got, they got pretty tired of it. You know, they enjoyed it. They enjoyed doing kids key right out of the gate. They loved it. And, uh, you know, they've kind of grown into different hobbies. You know, they were super successful doing them. You know, they won Rocky mountain team of the year, kids queue. I mean, they, each one of them has won over 10 kids queues. Yeah, they awesome. they kicked butt at them. I don't know how many times they were first, second, third in kids' cues when they were cooking in between the three little ones. Wow. They just uh, you know, Coop Coop's now into football, Maddie's into rowing, you know, Brooks and Band. They've just all kind of got their own things. They still do it, but they really are they're real selective of which ones they want to do. Mm-hmm. But they uh it was always fun. It just uh you know, I don't think it's a lot of fun going with me. Because I, I take it very serious. You know, okay is never good enough for me. You know, so, I mean, I, I don't know. Pretty demanding. I'm probably not the most fun to go with to a contest. But, you know, hell, I'd have never, I'd have never been successful if it wasn't for all of them. I, I know that for sure. Oh, yeah. That, that, because, you know, I, I run into the same thing when I bought, this year when I bought JJ his grill. You know, he's out there doing his hot dogs. And I'm about to go, yeah. hold on, he's. He's nine years old. He's cooking hot dogs. <laughs> it's like you burn it up, right? No, you no, know, no, no. I, hold on, hold on, they, hold I on. Think <laughs> mine, mine were so successful because I mean, I had it down to, you know, we'd practice, practice, practice. You know, they'd cook, and I'd be like, all right, you know, in two minutes, do this. Two minutes, do that. And a friend of mine uh, was helping him at a kids' queue because I, I couldn't be there or whatever. And he's like, Coop, I think was about six years old at the time. 
Coop told him, Coop told him, he's like, well, I tell you, you got to hold that lid for me. And he's like, okay, you know, so he did. Coop picked up the steak on the grill grates and turned it, you know, to get the to get the crosshatch in it and everything. And he told him, he's like, that right there is how you make the X. <laughs> you know, like, wow. But he's like, what the hell are you teaching this? You know? And I'm like, oh my god, you know, he just he created a monster. You know, it was, a, it was pretty comical. Oh, that's, so that's awesome. awesome. That's awesome. So, Travis, what got you into? Uh, opening a restaurant? You know, um, I, I always wanted to do like a sports bar. I always had the intent to do a sports bar, you know, a little bit of barbecue, burgers, sandwiches, things like that. A lot of beer, fun. You know, that's what I wanted. Pool tables, maybe even just a, just a sports bar. Um, I, I didn't know how I was going to do that. So what we started out to do was like, well, we'll get into catering first, get our name out there. And then, uh, and then we'll do a sports bar. That was my intent. I found a place I liked and, and I was actually looking at that place about the time that I won the American Royal. When I won the Royal, I had Dave Anderson, a famous Dave's come to me and, and he's like, that's unbelievable what you did. He's like, uh, you know, he got elected in the hall of fame that year with, with my sponsor, Jeff Staney. And he's like, that's just so cool. And he's like, are you still teaching classes? And I said, I am, I have one like in a month. And he's like, I'd love to come to it. And so he came to my class, brought some people with him. And, and it was just a couple of weeks after that, I got a phone call from the CEO uh, of Famous Days. And they're like, hey, you know, heard you did a great job with this class and all this. And they're like, you know, how about some kind of venture together? And, and we got to talking about it. And I, I didn't want to open a Famous Days. I always had an intent of doing my own thing. And they're like, you know, we can teach you that. You can help us, you know, maybe improve some of our things. And we worked together as a, as a partnership and, you know, it gave me a chance to spend a year on the road, hitting a lot of their restaurants, you know, seeing the good and the bad, but learning. I mean, what I, what I learned about a restaurant is unbelievable. You know, it's, I'd have never had that opportunity, you know, just a crazy series of events that allowed me to go and, and not do a smaller restaurant with catering and start out big. Mm-hmm. Is that smart? Hell, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> You know, for a guy never having a restaurant to open this thing up, it's a, it's a monster. <laughs> yeah. I'd say, you know, would I have been better to start off with the catering and do it slow? Maybe, you know, but I don't know. If I decide to do something, I've always been pretty much all in, no matter what I do. Nice. Yeah, I, I think you'll do well. Plus, I mean, plus with the backing oh. and, you know, you got the alcohol there. I mean, you know, your name speaks for itself. Your barbecue speaks for itself. Um, you know, you'll get the hang of it, and, you know, I'm sure – Dave <laughs> will definitely show you the ropes or already has. So you're in good hands. Yeah. <laughs> so with, with, with now the restaurants up and running and everything, how much, uh, like what, what, how much weight are you like cooking a day for, you know, on a regular, to, to prepare or well, estimate what you how, how big's your, how big is just your smokehouse where your smokers are first? And then how many it, smokers do you have? And then what are you producing for meats? So, so my smokehouse is pretty big. I don't know what the square footage in there is. Probably, probably fourteen, fifteen hundred square foot. It has a meat cooler and everything in it too. But I have two big one thousand gallon offset smokers, Camelbacks, big old offsets. Yep. Kind of like what I cook on, just a big version. And then I have two old Hickory ELEDXs, all all in that same smokehouse. I have my walk-in cooler in there that's just for proteins. 
So that's kind of nice. You know, we can just in and out and do everything right there in that smokehouse. Mm-hmm. It's a standalone building that is almost attached to this building. It's three inches apart. It has an air gap between it because those Camelback smokers, I had to have that because they're not UL listed. Okay. So it's, that's a standalone building with a fire door between them. If I could do it all over again, would I do it? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> I love the briskets off of them. Love the food. But it is an unbelievable amount of work. It's super inefficient. Uses a ton of wood. But I love the food off of it. Yeah. You know, the, the food is just killer. I mean, I, I think it makes the best damn briskets you could do. I mean, that's just awesome. But my wood guy that delivers to me uh, delivers wood to most of the other barbecue places in town. And he's like, you know, most of them... <laughs> Use like a rick a month, and we're using a rick and a half a day. <laughs> Holy shit! So, wow. Yeah, I mean, we're bringing truckloads of wood in and just blowing through it. I mean, that's. I mean, I have somebody hauling wood, freaking all day long. You know, it's it's uh, different for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> but but I love it. The food I think is great off of them. Now, are you um, are you cooking you overnight? Know, that, 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 you, what's that? Are you cooking overnight on those, or are you cooking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, you know, we burn we burn uh, pork, pork all night long, and then and we start our briskets really early, and briskets are staggered to come off twice, two different times, once in the morning, once in the evening, mm-hmm. and then uh, so we can do we can do about sixty briskets, sixty to sixty five, depending on the size. We separate them all because we uh, do burn ins here, so we separate them all, kind of like what I do in competition. We we uh, cook burn ins. And then uh, the flats separately, which allows me to get quite a few on there, you know, trimming them down that way. Hmm. Um, so we max them out every day, you know, and they're, we, we've sold out a brisket every day, but like uh, two, and I just have to pull like one brisket back for sure to make our brisket chili with. I try to you get one that's really thin or something. We try to just kind of put that one at the front and say, okay, this one's for that, you know. Wow. Now you do, are you doing hunting fast with the brisket still? You know, I wouldn't say it's hot and fast, but I, I like to run at 250. And then okay. once we wrap it in butcher paper, I jump up to 275. Okay. Yep. For me, for me in competition, I mean, you know, what I do in competition, it's not hot and fast. That's, I mean, I'm, I run super hot then. Nice. Hey, now, back to the competition stuff with uh, some, of the, some of the news that um, came out this week. Um, about the KCBS troubles, um, you know, with your experience in the competitions, do you have any thoughts on how they could possibly change some things on the way they do things now or from your experiences through the years? My personal opinion, I mean, I think, I think the change is coming already. I think the problems we're seeing are from past regimens. You know, from the past, I mean, these guys didn't, these guys didn't spend all the money on the building to make them where they didn't have money to pay for stuff. These guys are trying to find a solution to sell it and, and get a home where they do it. You know, these are the guys that are trying to fix it. Anytime there's new elections and thing, there's people that disagree with what the other old ones did and people disagree with what the new ones did. You know, it's, uh, it's not like these guys did that. I think there's some things out there they're trying to fix. There's a lot of things that the old regimen, the old, the old board, I damn sure didn't agree with. There's a lot of things with the new one I don't agree with. I mean, I think we all have our opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I think uh, I think KCBS is uh, 
heading in the right direction. I mean, I truly think that. You know, I think selling that building is smart. You know, there's no reason to have that kind of debt there if they don't, they can't afford it. You know, to to rent a place back what it is. I think I think it's smart. If that's the case, I don't know their financials, but from what I've read and seen, it looks like it'd be smart to get rid of it. I think uh, the new CEO they have in there, you know, uh, Emily. I don't know if you're going to find anybody with a better better resume than her. I mean, Christ, she worked with, you know, the people in the NASCAR and all that. I mean, she's dealt with, you know, getting sponsors and then big-time clients and stuff for her whole life. Um, you look at her resume, it's pretty damn impressive. I think she's the kind of person that can take it to another level. You know, uh, they, the deal I read about it, they kind of made it look like uh, they were trying to push Carolyn out of it. You know, Carolyn's been uh, – wanting to kind of retire for a long time, you know, she'll always be a part of KCBS. I mean, it's, you know, hell, she, she is KCBS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, hell, I mean, I, I don't know if you get much more excited when you see Carolyn at a contest. I can't imagine not seeing her at, at a big time event. You know, it's, uh, you know, so I, I think they're, they're, I think they're doing a lot of things right. I think there's a lot of bad blood between the old board and the new board. I used to get caught up in that, and, and truthfully, I just don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you can't. You got let those. I, I always call that, you know, the the above my pay grade bit. You yeah, know, let you know, them I, worry I used about to it. Care so much about it. I work so hard in competition, you know, and and I, yeah, I look at it as two ways. I mean, I I, I think I went at it as hard as anybody ever has over that amount of time. And, and, and I never felt like it was rewarding and I never felt like I did good enough, you know, cause to me, I, I mean, I could have won every contest I cook and I'd, I'd nitpick about something. That's just me. Yeah. You know, so I think it, you know, I think I did good with it. I, I, but I'm not, I'm not too dumb to realize that if, uh, if I wouldn't have been successful at competing, um, that I wouldn't have the opportunities I have now, you know, so you can look at it and say, you know, Hey, I, I worked my ass off, had great sponsors and I did all that. And now it's led me to a very promising thing. But if you're that guy that works that hard and you don't get it, is it worth it? I, you know, I don't know. You know, I mean, I know how much I spent in competition barbecue, and that bank account goes the other way than, than up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now, how many sponsors do you have? You know, I, I have some great sponsors. You know, I, I for, for pork, you know, I, I've had Jim Compart for several years at Compart Duroc. You know, they've they've always done great. One of my first sponsors is, is Jeff Staney, you know, that has, you know, he has Joe's Kansas City and the Kansas City Barbecue Store. It was one of my first sponsors. That sponsorship has developed a friendship, uh, you know, for advice for my restaurant. You know, Jeff's always willing to help walk through here and, and, and lend, lend a hand. You know, that guy, you know, that's <laughs> a partnership that's that turned into a friendship. You know, I got Cosmos Q. I've had Darian for shit my first year in 2014, really, when I started getting serious with it. Um, I got, got Rod Gray with him with, you know, he has pellet envy, but his eat barbecue products, I've always used his stuff for competition. You know, I love, love them products. Still, still push them. You know, Yeti is one that I got in 2015 and I, they've been with me, you know, my first year there when I made my team of the year runs and ever since, you know, that's, that's always been huge. Uh, you know, I've, I've worked real hand in hand with snake river farms. Um, not really officially a sponsorship, but I tell you what, that's a that's a partnership there. Once I committed to cooking their product, I mean that's what that's what pushed me to where I could win Team of the Year. That, like I said in fourteen, I was top ten in everything, and I wasn't top hundred in brisket. And I knew what I had to change to get to that next level. And when I did it, 
it, it was much, you know, much more achievable to get there. You know, so that, that partnership with them has been amazing. You know, then I, then I have other sponsors like, like uh, wood, you know, I got Vaughn wood that always provided me with some badass wood. When I, I was the one that kind of started the barkless wood motion. You know, I, I overanalyzed everything. I went through and I cooked with wood. You know, I took out all my kids' little mini Webers from kids' cues and I threw down the same amount of charcoal, put wood in one, put one with wood and bark in one, turned around and put, uh, put, uh, just straight bark in one. And that bark was so bitter. And the one with bark and wood was kind of bitter. And the one that was all wood was really good. And from that day on, I never cooked with a piece of bark in competition barbecue again. You know, and I had him start splitting it how I want it. Now he sells a ton of it that way. But he's always been a great sponsor for me for that. I always have the right wood moisture I need. You know, because I, I check all my wood moisture on my wood before I go to a contest. Yeah. But, I mean, I, you know, part, partnering with all the people like that was always huge. You know, I mean, that without that, I could have never uh, – I could have never went and done it. You know, I, I tell you what, in 2015, I probably shouldn't even and say it, but in 2015, financially, it was it was one of those points where I was telling my wife, I'm like, God dang, you know, I got to go do this again. I didn't have a lot of sponsors. And I mean, I'm traveling across the country chasing these points. And it was to the point when I was sitting there telling them, like, man, you know, it's just, you're doing it every weekend. You know, you're spending a couple thousand bucks a weekend. That's you know, crazy. and you're, you're, you do that to go to a contest that if you win it, you make – Seven hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, not smart. still losing. <laughs> but when it gets late, but when it gets late in the year, you're, it's about points. You know, every mm-hmm. single week doing it, doing it, doing it. And and that partnership with Jeff Staney, you know, I mean, he he sent me a check that had had some money in there with it, and he just told me he's like, go finish it. You know, I I'm not saying I it, without it would I even have went and cooked those last ten contests. I don't know because I we were sitting there weighing it out like, do we got enough points to hold on? to first place. Do we have to cook? Should we cook? Should we take two weeks off? You know, we were weighing it out because you get late in the year. None of this contest have any money and the contest you need to cook for points. You know, we're a long ways away. Not a lot of money. You're sitting there going, when I leave my driveway, no matter what, I'm going to lose a thousand to 1500 bucks. That gets really, really hard. There's not a lot of people that can do that every single week. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, so I mean, so a sponsorship like that, I mean, that when I remember when I got that, I told my wife, I said, well, I said, we'll, we'll win this shit now. I mean, it's, it's over. You know, I knew right then that if you could take worrying about the money side of that out of it, I mean, I, I was like, yeah, then, you know, we're going to win it now for sure. Done. You know, and it, and it, and it worked out that way. Nice. It's like the Rocky Bells. You know, no. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. Nice. Awesome. Well, Travis, um, go ahead. I've been been fortunate, man. I mean, it's uh, barbecue has been better to us than I could ever imagine anything doing. It's, it's changed our lives for sure. You know, I think I think barbecue changes everybody's lives once they get into it, whether it be backyard, competition, professional. I think there's just something about it that you know that kind of gives you a different sense of of you know respect for for you know for what it is. You know, I, I totally agree. Totally agree. I mean, you look at these guys that have been in it a long time. You look at these guys that are just starting. You know, I wish I wish I would have asked for more advice getting into it than than what I did. You know, you try to learn a lot of that on your own and do all that. You know, there's so many ways and so much more to learn. I mean, there's so many guys out there that have YouTube channels with and stuff. You know, there's so much to learn. And I mean, I there's 
there's smart ways to get into it and there's very hard ways to get into it for sure yep absolutely absolutely so travis where can uh everyone find you on like social media and any pages things like that you know we're we're on uh, Instagram and Facebook and all that. You know, Clark Crew Barbecue or Travis Clark, either one. Then uh, our website's just ClarkCrewBarbecue.com. You can uh, now buy our, some of our sauces and rubs on there online. I'm kind of waiting. I'm still holding off of my rib and my brisket rub. I need to probably go ahead and release them. I have them done. I've been using them for a couple years. I just haven't uh, <laughs> let anybody else have them. i got a few teams using them, but I haven't really released them in it to the public yet. Cool, cool, cool. All right. I will. Well, Travis, thank you so much for taking time out of the day. I know you've been uh, real busy the past few weeks and with the restaurant and everything. So thank you so much for taking some time with us. And best of, yeah, best of luck from here in the future. And, uh, you know, we'll keep in touch and we'll definitely uh, talk again. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Sounds yeah. great. Awesome. Thank best of luck, Travis. Thank you very much. All right, Travis. Thanks. Well, that's it for this week, folks. We'd like to thank you all for joining us. You can catch the audio wherever you podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. Hit, you know, on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and the little bell next to it. Get notified every time one of the episodes comes on. You have all our whole cat, uh, catalog of shows right there at your fingertips. Um, on social media, you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at PitLifeBBQ. Uh, please send your questions and comments to PitLifeBBQPodcast at gmail.com. And like always, please subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. It is absolutely insane. I was talking last year, last episode, you know, thanking everybody. And we got the new numbers. We have officially cracked 101,000 downloads. Really? Of the show, yeah. Awesome. So, thank you guys. Thank you very much. Hit that shaft. We can't thank you enough. And uh, pro tip right there. Pro tip, barkless wood. Barkless so, wood. Yeah. I would never have thought of it. Yep. Little things every week. Little things. That's the point. But until next week, keep, keep the, the smoke, smoke rolling. and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.